Welcome to Big Shakti's Light on Yoga and Meditation podcast. My name is Dr. Swami Shankardev. I'm a yoga acharya, medical doctor, psychotherapist, and Vedic astrologer. And I'm a co-creator of Big Shakti along with my partner, Jane Stevenson. This podcast is dedicated to providing you with authentic, accurate knowledge and access to a range of powerful techniques from different wisdom traditions to achieve health, enlightenment and prosperity. We're also very interested in how to use yoga and meditation to increase both lifespan and health span, to reduce chronic illness, to improve physical and mental resilience and to accelerate your spiritual evolution. This episode is taken from a series of lectures I gave to a yoga group in 2005 on the subject of Tantra. I briefly described the difference between yoga and Tantra and how Tantra fits into the profound philosophical systems of India. Out of the myriad systems that arose over the millennia, six systems which were called the Shad Darshana, Shad means six and Darshana means philosophies, Six became famous, and these six systems are Gautama's Nyaya, Kannada's Vaisheshika, Kapila's Sankhya, Patanjali's Yoga Sutras, Jaimini's Purva Mimamsa, and Badarayana's Uttara Mimamsa, which is also called Vedanta. Tantra lies outside of these six. It is a vast, sprawling, amorphous system that enables you to liberate energy, to expand your consciousness, so that you see everything in existence has consciousness at its center. The tools of Tantra are mantra and yantra, name and form. By vibrating matter with a mantra, a name of the divine, the power within a sacred form or symbol called a yantra is liberated. Then the world is seen to shine with divine radiance. You become a seer. Consciousness is then experienced as the eternally unchanging reality, all-knowing and full of bliss. Tantra is a broad system. When the individual awareness finds itself trapped in matter, it starts to panic. Because ultimately it realizes this body is mortal and suffers. Certainly there are good times, yes, but there are some bad times. And it's the bad times which push us towards philosophy. Tantra is a very broad system which utilizes methods that allow us to expand energy. And when energy expands, then awareness expands at the same time. And it has many, many traditions and many paths. It's a very broad system. It's a very broad system. Yoga, as a philosophical system, is a moral and ethical discipline demanding extreme asceticism and uh, extreme purity. You only eat certain things, you've you've got to be extremely strict in yoga. As a philosophy, as a classical system of philosophy, and this is Patanjali, in this day and age, no one is practicing yoga in this sense. Yoga means the development of consciousness. Tantra, the development of energy. Everybody, the majority of people, that is, are practicing some form of Tantra Yoga. 
methods that expand energy in order to create yoga connection. Not yoga as classical philosophy. So terminology here is very, you know, the terminology is confusing because you have both philosophical systems and then you've got trade names. You've got, you know, Raja Yoga, Transcendental Meditation, Hatha Yoga, Power Yoga, Hot Yoga. So different brand names of yoga and then there are all these philosophical branches of yoga. It's an ocean of knowledge, an ocean of method, an ocean of philosophies, an ocean of ideas and practices and so on, all designed to bring about a union. Tantra, Yoga, Sankhya, Vedanta, Mimamsa, Nyaya, Vesheshika, these form some of the great philosophical systems. These are branches of philosophy that are studied at the highest university level as, as any Western philosophy would be studied. And they form a, a path. Nyaya, logic, Vesheshika, scientific observation. Sankhya, cosmology, theories of how the universe forms. The macrocosm, how did that form? The microcosm, theory. Yoga, praxis. The practical aspect of Sankhya. How do you having known about these hierarchies of elements in, na- in nature, how do you connect your awareness into those elements to have that experience, to free yourself from being trapped in matter? So Sankhya is philosophy of all the elements that make up life. Then after you've got yoga, you use the awareness you've trained to make a relationship with higher forces, mimamsa. Mimamsa is the system of connecting to the deeper Vijnanamaya Kosha as a living experience. You know, we think of Vijnanamaya Kosha in a very kind of thin way. It looks like a grey circle on a two-dimensional page, doesn't it? Sandwiched between a whole lot of other grey circles. And yet Vijnanamaya Kosha is a hierarchy of interlocking mandalas, mantras, forces, powers, beyond our comprehension, beyond the five senses. And we have to connect. And then if we want to connect to the higher life, to see this little life as part of a continuum of existence and to understand that as a living experience and to participate in that as a living experience, then we need to start to practice mimamsa. So we use our yoga, yoga as a springboard into higher philosophy. And that leads to Vedanta, which is called Jnana, knowledge. I know. I know God and God knows me. We are one. Vedanta, the end. Veda, Anta. Anta means the end, Veda, of the Vedas, of all the traditions, of all the studies. Vedas means all the knowledge in the world. And Anta, the end. Vedanta. Finished. I know it. Nothing else to learn. Nothing to do. End of human evolution. Begin a new phase. Concept of a rebirth into a higher level of awareness, a higher level of understanding. And Tantra is the system of this age. Vedanta is too hard. Mimamsa is very difficult. Raj Yoga is difficult. Very difficult. Extremely difficult. Raj Yoga, the practices are easy if you can do them. 
Sit down for three hours, don't move. That is asana. You know the definition of asana in Raj Yoga? Sit quietly in an easy, comfortable posture and think of the infinite. That's it. And then the pairs of opposites cease to have any power. That is, Patanjali, he hasn't got a list of asana. Just sit down, stop moving. Patanjali's definition of pranayama, stop breathing. (laughs) At the end of exhalation, when the breath is exhaled and stops automatically, that is pranayama according to Raja. So you sit down for three hours, you stop your breath, then you go into pratyahara, then you go into dharana, then you go into dhyana, then you go into samadhi, through the different stages. Very difficult. Very difficult. So tantra is the, is the philosophy of the age. Use that by which you fall to raise yourself up. No suppression. Everything is allowed as long as there is awareness. Anything that wakes you up, any path you have to travel, certainly the idea is to stay out of trouble. But for some people, they cannot stay out of trouble. Their path is trouble. That's their spiritual path. Into hell. I'm going to hell and you're not telling me otherwise. It's called, in yogic terms, heedlessness. They don't heed. No heeding. They've forgotten how to heed. We're going to hell. I'm doing it my way. I read all the books. Yeah, I know. But I know, the, I know my own way. Ego. Into hell. And out the other side, hopefully. Either they make it or they don't. You know? Drug addiction can be one of the great enlightening parts. I've met many drug addicts. You know, the lives torn into pieces, everyone's lives around them torn into pieces who have emerged as shining saints at the end. You know? And then they can support others who've been to hell. I haven't, I haven't been to hell. I can't support them very well. I don't know that hell. I've, got, I've had other hells, but not that one. So they, they can support other beings through that, having burned in the fire of that. That's tantra. If you come out the other side, if you can find a way through, the tantra begins when you start to use what you are entrapped in, what is your cross to bear, as a spiritual path, not as an indulgence. We teach tantra, but we don't teach sexual gymnastics. We teach awareness. We teach Face who you are. Be who you are. Accept who you are. Do not be a hypocrite. Do not try to be what you're not. True Tantra is a system. It has philosophy. It has classical texts. It has a lot of structure. And at the same time, it is a kind of a timeless process whereby people, primitive people, who killed the bear and then facing the darkness with a fire, little flint knife, got your bare cloak on for the winter, dancing around the fire, huh? trying to invoke the magical forces of nature to, to protect them from marauding saber-toothed tigers, and so on. So that, that was a form of Tantra. And then it progressed into very sophisticated systems of thought and developed. And Sankhya and Tantra developed over thousands of years to the form they're in now. Sankhya had three stages. Tantra started off as these very primitive forms, evolved into other forms, then into the 
these incredibly sophisticated systems of working with chakras, working with inner energetic patterns, working with the mind, releasing old subconscious suppressions, managing, releasing that energy that's trapped in one thought going around and around and around and around. And releasing that thought, releasing that energy, freeing that energy for higher purpose. That was Tantra. And facing the mind, facing who we are. So the, the, the systems of Tantra we have today, the most effective, the most powerful, and Tantra is based in Mantra. Mantra Shastra, Mantra Sadhana is the key to Tantra. If you would like to know more about what we do at Big Shakti, please go to www.bigshakti.com where you can see all of our products and offerings. And you can sign up for our free newsletter. And when you do sign up, you're entitled to a 15% discount on your first purchase. And subscribers, of course, get generous discounts on all our products from time to time, especially when we release a new course. And we do have courses for everyone, from beginners on the path to yoga teachers and sincere aspirants and psychologists and therapists and health professionals. And many of our courses are downloadable and can be done in your own time. And we also run live online training every year. All of our courses provide you with the opportunity to experience and understand the powers and mysteries of your mind and spirit. Unwind. Take a break from your daily activities and learn how to use different forms of meditation to achieve inner tranquility, happiness, fulfillment and spiritual awakening. You will learn the keys to a healthy lifestyle, a calm, clear mind, emotional resilience and spiritual insight.